So last year we discussed the Ibn Ezra, I believe. The great Ibn Ezra. The Bavram Ibn Ezra. Yeah. Um, that was good. I believe we were trying to trace the legacy of the Uraim. Right? <coughs> that uh, the Uraim was, seemed to have been picked up by the Mordechai and was picked up by the Sefer Aguda. I want to say uh, one more thing about tracing the legacy of the Uraim. And by doing that, to also uh, sketch a major theme that we're going to talk about a little later on, but I'll introduce it in today's year, and then discuss primarily the Shita of the Gaonim and the Gra. That's the agenda for today's year. Okay? So let's start with the Tshuva of the Bach. Anybody see that Tshuva? A little background to the Tshuva of the Bach. Who's the Bach, by the way? Bias Kharash, that's his name. It's the name of the Sefer. Well, yeah, a real circus. Circus? Yeah, S I R K I S. You know, with some of the Polish you know, stuff on top. Yeah, um, Polish umlaus. Uh, he wrote a famous commentary on the tour, on the tour. He was dissatisfied with the Beis Yosef's uh, commentary on the tour. He says, not really a commentary. The Beis Yosef was just using the tour as a point of departure to discuss the different shitos on uh, Halakha Maisa. So he said he was going to write a sefer that's actually a commentary on the tour. And he was a major postdoc in Poland, a uh, major figure in the history of Halakha. Uh, so I believe he's writing in the 1600s. Does that sound right for the date? The, the, the Bach. Rabiel Circus, born in Poland, 1561, and he dies in 1640. Uh, one of the great postgame after the generation of the Ramah. He is the father-in-law of the... Of the... Of the Taz. Taz. Also a great Polish postgame. Um, there's a story in the Surya Mea. Do we talk about the Surya Mea? Uh, great work of uh, stories of uh, European Chachamim, written by Yudlamid uh, Maimon. Very fascinating figure in and of himself. Anybody familiar with Yudlamid Maimon? Fishman was the original name. He's very involved in the. the is, what? What? He is, yeah, same one. Yeah. Very interesting, very important figure in that early uh, period of, uh, of the founding of the State of Israel. So he has a book, of all, like five volumes, called the Surya Mea, which is basically like Gedolim stories, European Gedolim. Uh, I think Chaim Salvechik told us that it was his favorite book growing up. Was, uh, and he says that the joke used to be that, he had, that Maimon had a bag, of sto- uh, like a bag of stories and a bag of names, and he would like pull out a name and just like, you know, combine it to a story. Uh, but this story, he, yeah, Maimon tells a good little story there. I think it's the story that uh, the Bach had some Talmidim over, and he was asking them this question about, uh, you know, what's the Pasuk, what's the longest word in Tanakh? And none of them knew. And then 
the Bach's daughter comes down on the stairs or something. And she's like, ah, oh, it's, you know, I think it's maybe like a Chashtarpane or a Chashtarpanim or something in the Miguel's Esther. And, you know, that was very impressive. And the Bach said, oh, you know, this is my daughter so-and-so. Uh, and isn't she like Shena Kilvana or something like as beautiful as the moon? And I say the Taz was sitting there in the room and he said, I guess in Yiddish, right, like, Higiazman the Kadesh Salvana. It's a good story, right? It's a good line, right? It's a great, it's a great, great proposal line, I guess. All right. The eclipse thing is very interesting. By the way, Ned, you put out by the sheer trip for the eclipse? Yeah, yeah. We should do it. Maybe we should try. Yeah, the problem is I have a commitment like for the those two days. Um, that's, the that's terrible for me. It's a bit of a problem. No, we should really go to Dallas. I would go. I actually looked at flights. I looked at flights for this. Yeah, it's a really popular thing this year for people to buy flights to see it in the air. Yeah, that's is that a thing? Really popular thing? Wow. Wow, we should charter a flight or something. <laughs> we do that. Um, I have some. I have a commitment. On, is, it the eight, is it the eighth and the ninth? Well, it's just for a few hours. Okay? It's just for a few hours where you are. I think the most northeast. I know in Erie, Pennsylvania, you could see it. Yeah, but you have to. Got to make sure it's not cloudy. This is very no good to today's shear, by the way, because um, if you saw in the Rav Ram Ben Arambam, which the Maram Alashkar quotes. He talks about that it has to be Gimel Kochavim Achar Shkiyasachama. And you say, why Gimel Kochavim Achar Shkiyasachama? Maybe just Gimel Kochavim is Kavelaila. But then I was Googling around, it turns out that you actually could see stars during a full solar eclipse. But there's no Shkia. So you see, Tzeza Kochavim is not a din in Tzeza, it's not a din in Kochavim per se. Right? It's the, well, it's just a simon of like a certain time. After Shkia. Right, meaning if Tzitzit Chavim after Shkia, that's Laila. But if you have Tzitzit Chavim without Shkia, that's not Laila. This is very interesting also because we know the stars are there. They're just, they're just obscured by the light of the sun. They're just dwarfed by the light of the sun. But the point is that Tzitzit Chavim is not Kovea Laila. Tzitzit Chavim Nachar Shkia. It's a major Nachamina for uh, solar eclipse. It's no Din Laila for... <laughs> for right. the three minutes. Well, for the three minutes. Right. Were you worried about that or... <laughs> I don't know. If our shear did the mar, then we could finish it at three. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let me say a little, a little uh, introduction to this discussion of the Bach here. So let's, uh, I gave you a few interesting Makoros before, and I'm highlighting one right now. Shachanar Simon Shanai and Hay, Sifid Aleph. So I'm, I'm doing two things here. One, I'm giving us background to understand what the Bach's discussing. Where's Romy? Right now? Not here today? Benji, you know where he is? I'm just expressing my joint disappointment. Okay, good, good. Starting doing that Israel fellow. Think so? Or say. Right. All right. So the point number one is that we're trying to understand the background for the Bach. Point number two is this is going to be important for the discussion of Hagdaras Laila that we're going to pick up with later on in the, in the Zman. Okay? And I'll explain a little bit about that in a, in a moment. So, Simin Shanayin Hei Sifid Aleph. see. Anybody want to read uh, the Simin here? We're in Hilchos Avelos. This is in Yerodea. Shanayin Hei. What's going on here? Somebody tell us outside. Mikey, do you know? If you... I don't know what it means. Shama Shemes Lomes. Shama Shemes Lomes. Translate the words. Shama Shemes Lomes. Huh? Is that like the 
that before the tour because I didn't know that you counted when you're still going. Whatever, I'll just say what it says first. And then. Um, but if you dub into Mari, but it's still day, so you dub Mari. We're trying to figure out counting the days of Shiva. Yeah. What counts as a day of Shiva, right? Yeah, so... So the question is, let's say... Uh, you do, let's say, either the Kura or you have the Shmua before you daven Mariv, before Shkia, let's say, then obviously that day, Mixta Yom Kikulo, that day counts as one day. Yes. So your first day of Avelos will be from that moment, from the Shama Shmua. But let's say it's after you daven Mariv, but maybe it's before Tzitzakuchavim, it's before Shkia. What's the halacha then? Does the day end at Tfilas Arvis, or does the day end at the astronomical end of the day? Does everybody see the question? This is very important, so I want to I set out three examples where you have questions about the status of the day that um, may depend on these other considerations. So we already saw about the Habidara, so Yom Belayla for Kriyashma, right? Asshole discussion in the first paragraph, discussion of Bidu Tam, etc. Then we looked at the uh, Habidara of Yom Balayla with respect to Tila. That's the discussion where? That's the discussion where? Mar. Who? What do you say? I mean, like, Mar. Fourth paragraph brachos, right? So this is, this is the parakama brachos. This is the fourth paragraph brachos, like Darius Yom Balayla with respect to Kriyashma. And we saw, for example, the discussion of Yom Valayla with respect to Shabbos, which is the sugya in Shabbos, in Bamadlikin, in the second parak. Now, we want to figure out, this is not our project right now, but it's a little background, what about the Hagdara of Yom Valayla with respect to Avelis, for counting seven days of Avelis, when does Lila count? Same with respect to Hilkos Nida, you'll see the din, uh, the din is that a woman, after she sees Damnida, or becomes Taminida, she does something called a Hepsik Tara, which is a bedika to make sure that she's no longer bleeding. And then she has seven days of Shivanikiyam. So you'll count seven days. So the, the Hepsik Tara has to be done before she counts seven days. So the standard halacha is that a woman waits five days of bleeding. So that's five days. And then before the five days are up, so on the end of the fifth day, she's supposed to do a hefsek tara, which is a type of bedika to make sure she's not bleeding anymore. If she does the hefsek tara after the five days are over, then she loses the day of Shiv and Akim, and she has to wait basically eight days. So the, the Rishonim are trying to figure out when is the latest she could do a hefsek tara, and it still be before these five days are over, before the seven days of Shiv and Akim. Okay? So that's, uh, that's the Nida example. So Avelos, Nida. And then I believe we had... Uh, yeah, well, there's a third example here that comes up, which is with respect to Tosefes Shabbos. Forget about the Gemara and Shabbos and Bamad Likin's question about objectively when the Shabbos enter, but maybe you could uh, accept Shabbos upon yourself before this Zman, and then you're bound by it. Okay? Good? Yeah. Now, the fascinating thing here is that it sounds like some dinim of Yom Belayla depend on objective astronomical events. L'chora Kriyashma Tfila on Shabbos. Shkia. Hichsefa Elyon. Plaga Mincha. 
Whatever those things are, they depend. They seem to depend on the clock in some sense, right? What you see in these three, Avelos, Nida, and Tosefa Shabbos, is a discussion in the postgame that maybe they depend on whether the Kahal was Mikabel Lila by Davani Mariv. So whether or not a day could count with respect to Nida as a full day, or with respect to Avelos, or with respect to Tosefa Shabbos, will depend on whether the call was Mikabel Lila. Isn't that pretty neat? That's important because um, one of the things we're going to try to tackle later on is whether this idea of kviyas halayla is a partial determinant of it being night. And we're going to see that now with respect to these dinim. All right? Okay, so Shulchan Aruch says in race, sorry, in Yeridea, Shinayin Hei, Sifid Aleph, Mikey, what's the din? Misha is fala arvis, vadayim huyom. So by, by hypothesis, it's still day, but you already daven marav. So let's assume that you daven marav after plaga mincha like Rabbi Huda. What's the din? It's too late. The day's over. It doesn't count for your avelos. What about kura? I don't know. Don't Same din would apply for kura over here. But don't you only count from the kura? Or am I wrong about that? But when did you do the kura? Did you do the kura? Well, I don't know. I don't know if Did you do the kura after Marib or before Marib? It doesn't. If you did it after Marib, then that would no longer count as a day of Avelos. Like when he hears of this relative guy, he hears that the kura happens? Just take, just take the example. We don't, I don't want to get into Hufus Avelos without Shmuel. Take the example. Let's say the kura was after, let's say it was Sunday night, Sunday evening, after plot. After Plaga Mincha. But the call already died in Marev. So then, Sunday doesn't count as day of Avelos, and the first day is Monday. Got it? But, if the call didn't, so if they died in Marev, then Monday is day one. If no Marev, And Sunday is day one. So whether or not we view this as uh, still young, the part depends on whether the call, or whether you daven marv. Sorry, Misha is arvis. Whether you daven marv. Do I see that? This suggests that there's a din of just like there's a din of Kabbalah Shabbos. That's Mechil Shabbos. There's a din of Kabbalah Slaila. By davening Marib, by saying, Mabir Yom, maybe Laila, you are Magdir, this man as Laila, and it's no longer considered Yom with respect to your Dinavelos. Okay? Any questions on that? Ned, makes sense? Josh, makes sense? Like it? Rafi, like it? Yeah? It's nice, nice, nice plate. What sort of what sort of are they talking about? Like people who went to Sorry, here just says Misha Misbal Arvis. Doesn't say it's Sibor. Sorry, that's my mistake. Yeah. Yeah. Even though it's still young, that's the chiddush. When would he have done Mar? After plug. I'm saying, but like, no, never mind. 
I'm trying to say this. You're saying before the burial, he 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 Yeah. Okay. Are you okay? Before the burial? Yeah. You're worried about the Shmua? Don't worry about the Shmua thing. No, I thought Avela starts after the What? Avela starts after the Kura. So the question is, when was the Kura? Okay, but you just said it before. Or you said day or night, fine. Right, was the Kura done after Mariv or before Mariv? If it was done before Mariv, then it was Yom, a mix of Yom Kekulo. You already got a day of Avela then. If it was done after Ma'ariv, then it's already Lila, and you did not get a Dea Even though, scientifically, astronomically, it's still prior to Shkia Tachama. But the, the Tfilas Arvis is Kaveh. Let's look at another example. Here's the example from Hefsiktara. Uh, Sefer Agar. Sefer Agar we saw as a Talmud of the Talmudim of the Maram of Rotenberg. He quoted that sheet of the Arayim. That's one of the reasons why we saw him recently. Nishal... Maharav or Yaakov Molin. Who's that? One of the late Chachme uh, Ashkenaz. Who's that? You guys have to know your Jewish history. It's the Maril, no? It's the, it's the Maril. Maril's Rebbe was the Maharav. Was the? Maharav. The? Maharav. Who's the Maharav? Cousin. You related? Are you? Yeah? <laughs> okay, so you, so you don't know who the Mariel is, but you know who his Rebbe was. Yeah. That's the... <laughs> <laughs> so the Sivra Agar writes, Shiva. <laughs> So it's not clear if she's davening Mariv or if the Kahal daven Mariv, uh, but does that make it too late for her to uh, say, even so it's still Yom, There's, it's prior to Shkia, but she daven Mariv or the Kahal daven Mariv, can she still do a Hefzik Tara and count that as, as uh, prior to Shabbat To Chapin that day, let's say Chapin Sunday in this case. So he says, V'heisho devadai nechshav yom achrei tefilas arvis l'inyan hafsaka. He says it's still considered to be Yom. So the Mariel's answer is that Tfilas Arbis doesn't matter for the Shiloh. Okay? Uh, look here at... It's not, not everybody agrees to this. Look here at the Shulchan Aruch and Simen Reish Samachal for the Hilchos Shabbos. This is about Tosefa Shabbos. Anybody prepare this, uh, Simon? Raise on the Chalif? Strauss, why don't you read it? Do Kabbalah Le Shabbos Aleh. So after you answer Amen, after you answer to Baruch on Friday night, even if it's a dying yom, so you're davening after a plag, let's say, uh, Shabbos is chal on you. Does that just mean it's from Malacha? We'll, we'll explore that when we talk about Tosefa Shabbos. But the idea is that you, now you have an Israel Malacha after Anyas Amin Abarthu. So, in virtue of having started Mariv, even though it's still before Shkia. 
And the Sefer Agur develops this a little further. By the way, here you can see the biography of the Sefer Agur. He's Talmud of the Mario. Uh, let's get a vom- Mikey, do you want to read the Sefer Agur? Yes. Is that an unbelievable halacha? So if most of the call is Makal Shabbos, Shabbos is Chal on you, even if you weren't Makabal Shabbos yet. Yeah, the same Rabbi Yehuda Baruch Mordechai, Dima Kahal Amr Barchu. Yeah, Hayav said it, Shalom Hayav B'Knesset, in Rasha Nasus Mordechai, even if he wasn't in Shul, he still can't do Malachai. Right, he's bound by the Kabbal Satsibor. So, Yeshlaayin, what's going on here? Is the Chiddush here that there's a din of Tosefa Shabbos, that's a din of the Tzibor? Or is the din here that there's a din of Hagdaras Laila that is partially determined by the Tzibor? So, if most of the Tzibor Davins, Amagar Yom, maybe Laila, then that itself is a partial determinant of it being Laila. And now we treat it as Laila for that community. Right? Similar to the suggestion with respect to Avelos and Hesektara. Alright? Richard? So the, the, the fact that the Maharil says it doesn't apply to the Indian Hosaka, you could say that like, there are different um, like lines for different halakhas for one island. Sure, 100%. It could be one thing for Shabbat, it's not, it's not so for either. 100%. We'll see. The Nita, the Nita thing is the Machlokas. So far, we just saw the Ma'aril, but I believe there's a Machlokas about that as well. So we'll, we'll see. Okay? Good. But yeah, it could be for different dinam, different, right? Different things depend on different dinam. So this is the background for the Chibas Abach in Simen Kufchaf Vav. So what was the Shaila? Misha Nikvar Meso Achar Shehispalu Akahal Arvis. So what's the, what's the Shiloh about? So here it's a case of Kvura, that'll make it easier on Mikey and uh, the Chevra that was stuck up on the Shama Shmua. So it's a case of Kvura. The Kvura was done but after the Kohol Daven Darvis. But this Yochid did not yet daven. So the Shaila is, is it Laila for this guy already? Because he didn't daven, because the Kahal daven? Or is it still Yom because he didn't daven? But notice the assumption here is the idea that the Tfilas Arvis, meaning this idea of accepting Laila, can, can bear on whether it's actually Yom Belayla with respect to Yochus Avelos. Right? Let me take a step back for a second. Uh, I wonder how... Well, does everybody see the suggestion that I'm making? The suggestion is that there's some fuzziness about Yom Belayla, or at least there's some indeterminacy within some parameter, whether it's some plug until Tzais or something less than that, about when is Yom and when is Layla. And maybe the actions of the Kohol could help be Magdira. They could force it one way or the other. It's like a quantum mechanical wave function where you know, the electron is spread out, but once you observe it, it uh, fixes its location. 
So maybe Yom Velayla is like spread out in this fuzzy way, and then when you uh, do an action like a Tilas Arvis, that's like the ob- that's like observable, taking the measurement, and the measurement forces it to have a certain quality one way or the other. Okay. Um, I hope you understood that before I had to explain it. That's how, that's what I was getting at. Um, now, that's a fittish, but the point is, is that the the actions of the kihila are partially going to be koveya, the whether it's lila or not. Just like the observer is koveya where the electron is, even though it's spread out before it's observed. You're saying it's not lila. What? Saying. Hold on for a second. Hold on. I'm language for a second. So for a second. Now. I wonder, and this is something we're hopefully going to uh, try to figure out later on, is maybe one of the, the purposes of tefillah or other tefillah-like rituals to help us create a defined boundary between Yom and Lila. Where might you see something like that? Where do you see this idea that some of our rituals are there to help create defined boundaries between Yom and Laila? Give me some examples. Abdallah, yeah, Kiddush and Abdallah is a very interesting example. Uh, especially if you hold that Kiddush and Abdallah go together uh, as a single mitzvah. This is a debate. But the idea that Shabbos, commence, Shabbos begins with Kiddush or like you see in the Shulchan Aruch with davening Mariv on Arab Shabbos. And Shabbos lingers until you have Havdalah at the other end. Yeah. Right? So maybe, maybe, maybe the idea there is that that act of being Mavdil and being Makadesh is part of being Magdir, the parameters of the Yom. Didn't we just say that even if you daven before, though you daven before, Yeah, so you have to reconcile it with the views that hold you could be Masvishal, Shabbos, Barab Shabbos, and vice versa. But no, that's a good example. Um, notice also that the Nusachatfila of Mabir Yom Mevi Laila, at least of the Berchos Kriyashma, uh, seems to make a big deal about the, you know, you're, you're marking the transition, and same for Yotzer or Vorechoshech in the morning. Right? So I wonder to what extent the tefillos themselves, or this idea of Kiddush and Abdallah, bear on the Hagdaras Yom Belayla. And you see that here with respect to the tefillos Arbis of the column. Sira. What? Sira. What about Sphira? You would expect that if you would expect that that's what you were able to say Sphira earlier. If what? You would expect that it would be enough to say Sphira at an earlier time. Before when? Before taste, whatever. There is, no? Don't, there are views. Like, the, the, the right time is, but that's not the, it's not because of the indeterminacy of the Maybe you're just living in the art scroll world, Maybe. where you're already assuming that you're stuck at Tesla But that could just be because there are many layers of, you know, Suffolk Lahachmir, Suffolk Lahachmir, Suffolk Lahachmir, um, forcing it. Okay, so that's, that's something I want us to pick up with uh, a little later on. Okay, so then he goes on. So Chuba, what's his answer? He cites the Mordechai 
that once you dive in Mariv, it's already the next day. All right, that's all fine. And then he goes on to say, Mitam Zenira, who prepared the Chuba Sabach? Ezra, you, you prepared it somewhat? Somewhat. Yeah. We skimmed it. Skimmed it? Yeah. Any, any non skimmers? Any real workers here? Any hard workers? Yeah. <coughs> well? Yeah. Ned, you're a hard worker? What? Sure. Oh, did you prepare it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can also read it. Alright, so you know what? If I'm the only one who prepared it carefully, then I'll read it. Mitam zanira na, mi biisha shemafsekes bitara, lo tifsok bisafek chashecha. He says, based on this argument, I believe, it seems right, that a woman who wants to have sektara the, towards the end of her fifth day of seeing blood, she shouldn't do it once already safek hashecha. Afilu hispala de nachon shetachnis atzma b'safek lechatchila. Aval diyevin. Nira to have a shop your hefsik. Okay. Uh, then he writes. Aval nashem shalonen shemachmirim lehefsik betara. Maybe it's only drabanan. He says so. Kolzeh below hispala lo hu below akal. Aval im hispalu hakohol hu nimshach acharehem kimo adin linen kabbalah shabbos v'chein she'ar dinim. So it sounds like what he's saying here um, is that if the the tefilas hatzibur could be machria, he thinks at least lechatchila a woman shouldn't do a hefsek tara at safik hashecha. And then he goes on here to say, um, certainly with respect to Tosefa Shabbos, Lo Masar HaKasavel so then the Yachid is Nigar Achar Sibur. And then he wants to know, if the Tzibor is davening Mariv, does that mean it's too late for you to daven Mincha? Right, meaning does the din of the tzibur being makabel Shabbos forcing Shabbos on you? Does that and same for Abelus and same for Hefsiktar of Nida? Does that apply with equal force to Tzilas Mincha? Maybe once your community davens Mariv, you're bound by your community's Hagdar of the Zman, so you can't go and be and daven Mincha because it's already night for you. Okay. Okay. And he quotes the Agar about Hefsektara. Okay. And he goes on to say, Umitam zen nira, dafilu hispala arvis, gam ken yichola hafsek betara. Dahan is bar, de ikar taima hava de ein nechshav laila mamish la idea tvila, mishimaki ein lechamatsa velo lavarchala sphira, kivan shehu yom velo laila. Vimkain hua din linen hefsektara nami nechshav yom. What the Bachir wants to suggest is that the Kabbalah Satsibur doesn't actually make it laila. The Haraya, you can't uh, eat matzah yet, nor could you do sphira saomer yet, in his view. 
So he says, maybe it's still Yomlin and have Sektara as well. And maybe this is just a special din with respect to Avelos, because in Avelos it's not the biggest deal to add an extra day. Uh, but Mikra din, it's still Yom. So you shouldn't take any of these halachos too seriously. It's just a chumrah with respect to Elchus Avelos. That's what the Bach suggests in the beginning. And then he says, same for Hefsiktara, maybe the reason why the woman could still treat it as Yom, even though everyone else is in Mariv, is because of Bittel Pururu. It'll delay her from going to the mikvah for a day, uh, so we shouldn't be overly machmir. But, he quotes the Maharai. Who's the Maharai? Who's the Maharai? Who's the Maharai? Do you know Richard? Why are you smiling? The Maharai, you should know, is Ristral Israelin. Who's Ristral Israelin? No, that's Who? Who's that? You guys don't know your Jewish history. You've never seen this? It's everywhere. Everywhere in the Shulchan Aruch. Especially the Ramah. These are all late Ashkenazi uh, postgame. Yeah, yeah, well, the Marai is really in uh, Vienna, Austria. Uh, Neustadt, I think. But it's like, yeah, it's that period, everyone's migrating east already. But it's the end of like the Tkufa, the Mar- right after the Maram and the Mordechai and the Marios, so you have like the, Ma- the Trimus Adeshans around then. Late. The end of the Tkufa, the Rishonim and Ashkenaz. Are the Rishonim always in between the Rishonim? Well, why is he backwards? He's always backwards. Huh? What do you, what do you ask? The Rishonim here, they're in between the Rishonim and Maharai. Say it again? The Chuchiks. Marina Rabbi Bistral Islin, he's always backwards, he's never Maharia. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's always he always have it backwards for him. So he said that the woman shouldn't do a hefsektara after the Tsibor's Makabal Mariv. So that that's actually that Richard, that's meaning making the din of Hefsektara like the din of Avelos. And then he himself, the Bach wants to say, that's not Medina, it's just a Chumrah. Fine. Then he says. He says, I don't understand. The Chumas Hadeshin wants to be machmir that a woman shouldn't do a hefsiktara after the Kahal Davin's Mariv, even when the Kahal Davin's Mariv is super early. He says, It's so embarrassing that. The Ashkenazi Kihilos, Davin Mariv, so early in the day. This is the first Shemus Hadeshan, by the way, where he talks about it's crazy how the call Davin's Mariv like two, three, four hours before Shkia. It's pretty, uh, pretty wild practice. So the, the Bach says, yeah, this is really strange that the, that the Shemus Hadeshan is Machmir, 
when it's, it's itself a Pella that the Kahal Davin's Marav is super early. And then he says, It's like now, since the since the is machmir with respect to Hilchus Nida, which is very chamor, I need to figure out what's the justification for the call davening Marib so early in the day while it's still Yom, such that now we're going to say that Hefsektara only counts for the next day, not for the not for this day while it's still light. So basically, the 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 Hadeshim is suggesting. That a mariv two three hours into the day while it's still daylight before shkia could be kovei laila with respect to hafsiktara. He says nobody could find a reason to explain the practices of these kahilos. We spoke about uh, northern Europe that that sunsets very late yeah. in the summer. I mentioned that I was in Zurich uh, in Switzerland once for Shiva Sarbatamas. And like the, the Tainas was over at like 10.30 at night. It was just it's so long because the days are so long in the, in the summer. So, you know, they, they did, it seems like they dive in Marv early back then just because uh, otherwise you're up super late. So he says, therefore, no one has a good explanation for this. And he says, I'm going to give you the explanation. Alkein roi l'choladam levakesh ad sheyodam agas. Unbelievable. Well, the Bach here is suggesting in the, presumably the early 1600s, that the minog of the kihilos that the Chimus Tadashen uh, observes is really based on the Ureim, that Laila Vadai Shkiasachama. And Ben Ashmashos is three quarters of a mil before Shkia Sachama. It still seems very early. But Huvu Dvar Baguda, Vimordechai Aruch, Bechenim Sebahaga, Das Chalas Ben Ashmashos, who Gimel Revius Mil, Kodem Tziasakochavim. Vim Kane Ludide, Rabbi Huda Holt, Tamachal Ben Arbaimar Karva Plaga Mincha, that's 1045 into the day, 10 hours and 45 minutes into the day. Which is until 1045. Which is an hour and a quarter before Tzitzah Kochavim. That doesn't mean an hour and a quarter before Yitzias HaKochavim in the sense of the Kochavim being visible, but it means the Uraim's definition of Yitzias HaKochavim, which is Haschalas Yitzias HaKochavim Limshol Balayla, which is really just Shkia. So you can see what he's struggling with here, basically, is that um, uh, it wasn't clear to these Rishonim, and we'll document this more carefully soon, how to calculate Shoz Manios. Bipashtus, you would think that Shoz Manios should be calculated from when to when? No. No. No, you're thinking too astronomically. Think halachically, or just calendrically. Well, just think about the calendar. When when, when should the shows manias begin and end? Like when the day starts, when the day ends. Yeah, when the day starts and when the day ends, right? Now, if you think the day starts, you know, let's say alosa shachar, and it ends at tesakochavim. Or whenever it starts and ends, your shows manios should be set to the beginning and the end of the day. 
So take the beginning of the day, take the end of the day, split it into 12 portions, and then you have Shos Manios. Right? So let's look at it for today. What's uh, Anybody want to pull up Maizmanim? Pull up Maizmanim. When sunrise? Josh, you still the math guy? Sorry, what's that Los? 509. So Los is 509. And when is Tzais? Getting close to the equinox, but this is, anyways, all those and say, so it's not exactly. Uh, so, uh, look, it looks here like our day, each hour is going to be in. Somebody want to do the math exactly? One hour, uh, one minute, one and two and a half of a second. Each show is minus? No, it's got to be a little longer, no? Yeah, an hour, hour and two and a half minutes. Eight, what is it? Might be yeah, what are the shows the manias can be if you calculate it? No, but they do it differently because you'll see they do a weird thing. They have the degrees and fix. Well, I don't want degrees. I don't want it. I just want the simple. Oh, wait, do you do degrees with below too? We'll talk about. It. We'll talk about. We'll talk about that later on. All right. Yeah, I do. So do end shots earlier than forty-two minutes. Yeah, I will. Yeah, one hour. An hour, seven minutes, and a third. Okay, an hour, seven minutes. But you see how this is very intuitive, right? You want your show, so your show's manios. What do we say? It's an hour, seven minutes, and a third. An hour, seven minutes. Okay, so now let's say, what, let's take sunrise to sunset. Let's take, uh, what time is Nates today? Was it like six thirty? Six thirty. What is it? Six thirty. Six thirty. And what time is Shkia today, sunset? 546. 546. 46. Okay, so this gets us actually uh, shorter, right? Where how long is Shos Manios now? If you calculate it needs to Shkia. Looks like it's gonna be less than an hour. How long is uh, each of those manias this way? Calling all mathematicians? 56 minutes. 56 minutes. There you go. Okay. I think I'm doing it right. You got it right? Yeah, I think that's right. But obviously it should be less than an hour because you have less than 12 hours in this uh, sunrise to sunset. So if I said, which of these is intuitively right? Well, you say you should say to me, I believe, that shows ma- we, we don't know what determines shows manias yet. So we have, that's a sugi we have to look into. Uh, but if I said which of these seems right to you, so Josh is Machshava uh, Rishona was to say sunrise to sunset. I don't know why he said that, but I guess if you're thinking in astronomy, fine. But your intuition should be like, well, whenever the day begins, that's when Shos Manios begin, and whenever the day ends, that's when Shos Manios end, right? Now, of course, if you calculate it this way, then. Um, and by the way, there's a lot of options in between. Like maybe you want to count it from Shkia Shnia, according to Ring Town, depending on when that is. But if you calculate it this way, then Plag, of course, is much later in the day. Because Plag is just going to be an hour and seven minutes plus a quarter of this. So let's say it's going to be like an hour and a half. Right? 
meaning 90 minutes, prior to taste. Right? So plot, on this theory, would be when? Like 5 o'clock. Is that true? What? We're doing a part of which? Well, you just checked it. I'd say this is about... Why is it about 10 and a half shows by it? Plot? Well, we know plot is yeah. uh, 10.45. Yeah, so it's... That sounds about right? Looks about right to me. If I guess fourth, it's, it's fourth. One second. Pi is fourth, it's fourth thirty-five. You're using which way of calculating it? I thought this is the shallowest one. So. Well, these are both shallowest minus with different ways of calculating. No, but like, this one's like the one. Is, this is not the one. This this is if you're in Morgan and Brown land. Yes. Oh, on the left side it's four thirty-six. On that side it's. What time is it here? It's. On that side it's four thirty-six. Currently, ground about nine is four thirty-six. Four thirty-six here. Yeah, that makes that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it makes sense, right? So let's say plot here is around four thirty-five-ish. Okay. And when Shkia, Shkia doesn't move, right? So Shkia here is five forty-six. Shkia is fixed. I just want to sunset. So you, with the Rishonim, what, what you see the Bach struggling with is how do you calculate Shel's Manios? Do you calculate it from the day, beginning of the day to the end of the day like this? Or do you calculate it from dates until Shkia? He's saying the virtue of the Uraim Shita is that you calculate Shel's Manios from Shkia because Shkia, according to the Uraim, is the end of the day. That's Lila Mamish. Right? Now, so it's not totally clear when the day begins according to the... according to, according to the Uray. We actually didn't even investigate that. Does the day begin at Alos? Or does it begin at... at Nates? We don't know. But his observation is that they're davening super early, they're davening Marev super earlier in the day. He says, well, the Uraim Shita gets us uh, at least a little bit earlier than you would have according to the non-Uraim Shita. That's the claim. I wonder, by the way, let's say you were, let's say you were to calculate this from Alos. Right? For the array. What would you get? So you get 509 now. 509 to 546 is... Maybe three minutes more per hour? So you're thinking about like 4.30-ish. Right, you get a little earlier for Pi. Yeah. Sorry for my lips. Oh, but that, that's, the, that's the insight that he's, he's tapping in here. He says, it must be that we're following the minog of the Uraim. That Tchalos ben Hashemashah says, Gimur v'yemil kodim yitziyasa In which case, Mincha is until Plaga Mincha. 
That Shah Raviyah is Kodam Tezah Kochavim. Tezah Kochavim is defined as Shkia. Um, so at least there you could explain Nimtel of Hizesh, Tchilas Zman, Tchilas Arvis, Larabiuda, he bays Gimel Revios, Kodam Yitzias Akochavim. Bays Shaos and Gimel Revios, Kodam Yitzias Akochavim, Legamri. Meaning it's about two um, and three quarters hours before the stars come out. And in the summer when you have like an 18-hour day, it's going to turn out that you have Mariv uh, several hours before it actually uh, is dark outside. Is that true? What's the longest show of Manios you would get in a place like Northern Europe? Let's say Germany or Austria. Is that the longest you get? I don't know. So you, if we're using 18 hours in yeah. Right. An 18 hour day. Uh, so you get plug then would be, let's see, an hour quarter before Shkia. That'd be like two hours or so, right? But it'd be, it would be a couple hours. It would be more than two hours before it says a Kochavim. Right? Somebody want to check the? Let's check my. Let's check my. Suncalc.org. Should we try this for Vienna? Or give me a pretty northern city in Europe. Oslo. Oslo is too far north. We don't want to go that far north. Let's try. Hamburg. Hamburg. Hamburg is very north. Yeah, let's do Hamburg. Or Hanover. Let's do Hamburg. <coughs> Um, in Deutschland. So what's, when is the longest what's summer solstice? 21st of June, I think. 21st of June, let's try. I didn't just know that. I looked it up. <laughs> what? Don't worry. You definitely just do that. So no, 21st of June. Holy moly. Okay, so sunrise is 449, 4.50 a.m. And sunset is 954. It's that's really intense. That's a really long day. So the daylight duration is 17 hours. It's actually... So the question is, what would plag Hamincha be for that day? So let's see. Well, also, yeah, also is further north. Right. Um, all right, calculations can be a little annoying, but you guys get the point. You'll have Plaga Mincha that is super early compared to it actually getting dark outside. Right? Right, so 
That was just the minog for everyone to daven at that at that point. So you get three hours before tzis kochavim. So you can imagine most of most people are makbid to daven after tzis, and they were davening three hours prior to that. And he says it must be they were holding like the Urayim. So I just want to say that that is an unbelievable unbelievable chiddush. Because, Ezra, you were worried about uh, Yireim being a Shittas Yachid. The Bach is basically saying that the Kehilos in Europe actually Paskin like the Yireim. He's just saying that's much what they must have done. He's not, he's not like, saying that that's what they did. Like, it's not like... That's a very subtle Philip. No, I'm saying like, he didn't observe. Like, he's not observing. Right? I mean, am I wrong? He's not saying like, this is what... Like, I, this is... He's saying they were, they were knowing like the Yireim. Right? What? He's just saying like they must, like the only way to, what? the only way to understand what they're doing is that, that it's the, 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 the Right. But I'm saying that's different than someone saying, oh, I, I went to this village and I saw that they, and they told me that they were knowing like the, the Right, he's speculating. So, yeah, that's right, he's speculating. Does that analogy make difference? Depends if he's right. If his speculation is right, then it's not much of a yeah. difference. Right. I can also speculate that these people, it doesn't mean it. But it's the Bach speculation, right, Ethan? Lachaira. Mehine nimshach mizeh shegam lo mahani hefsek betara achar hatfila sheharei kvar asuuhu laila loosuzman. The Bach says it follows from this that they can make it laila from that zman also. So isn't that unbelievable? That uh, Kol has the power to magdir laila with respect to hefsektari. You can see the Bach is agreeing with this. Now look what he says. Now he throws in the following. And this is what I want to just conclude for the Bach, the analysis of the Bach. And then we'll turn to the Maram Alashkar. He says, mm-hmm. He says, I hold that the Kol doesn't have the power to make it laila for her. Uh, but if she daven mariv, then it's laila for her and she can no longer do a hefsektara and count it as... Uh, part of the earlier day. Vidai bezeh humra. Kilafi ikaradin kolshu kodim ben ashmashos. Af lefima harami mitz. Da hasholas ben ashmashos. Deha vehe milin gimorvia mil. Shehu alef shah gimorvia bekarov. Kodem gimar yetia sakochavim. Pay attention. Bekodem zmanze yechola lahafsik betara af mishakvar espala. Okay, what's his Chiddush uh, here? Unbelievable Chiddush. This gets to the point, I mean, if we're trying to track the acceptance of the Sheet of the Uray, and what's he saying? There's a Psaq of the Bach. Well, it works for the Yafid. She had Okay, and let's say, so he says like this, he says, if, if you have two things, then I'm going to be Magyar Lila with respect to Hefsiktara. One, you have to be within the zone of the Reims Ben Ashmashos. That's A. And B, she has to Davin. If both of those conditions are satisfied, 
then we should be machmir and treated as lila with respect to Hasektara. But, if she davens, and it's before the zone of Ben Hashemashos of the Ureim, I'm not going to be machmir. Or, if you're in the zone of the Ureim, but she didn't daven yet, then I'm not going to be machmir and treated as lila. That's his psaac. Everybody see that? If it's kodem ben hashmashos the yireim, then even if she davens, it's still yom. But if you're in his zone, then it's only yom so long as she didn't daven. So he's basically saying once you're in yireim zone of ben hashmashos, which is the earliest hagdara of ben hashmashos. Then your action could be Magdir Laila with respect to Hafsiktara. So that no, you can no longer retrieve the status of day. But if you're outside the Aram zone, then there's nothing that your actions can do to be Magdir Laila. So Ezra, this is important because he is giving Hashivas to the sheet of the Aram. Are you saying that could be a partial determinant of Laila together with her with her tzvila. So he's giving it. He's giving it a lot. He's not saying that we're passing in the Urayim, but he's saying the zman of the Urayim is significant with respect to Hagdaras Laila in conjunction to a uh, Tefillah Sarvis. Yeah, Ezra. I'm just saying this whole conversation like is, has been limited to certain halachic aspects. Like it doesn't seem like to be the Zbachim they also started Shabbos earlier, like the like Urayim, or, or or ended earlier, like the Urayim, like like or they just did it with, in reference like the Davening, like. So right. like, where does it like it doesn't make sense that they would I guess maybe because by Nida there's reasons to be makeable but like and maybe by Aris by Mara too but like where does right we have to see what other Dina how do you just possibly like like, it, like like defining how it, like it seems weird to do that well I think he's saying that it seems like these Kehillahs were being still make on the Uraeum I like, think that like forever yeah that I think that's what he's that's what he's intimating Right? That's his point. He's like, oh, it's the Ereim, it's the Mordechai, it's the Sefer Agur. And he's saying, and the Chumas Adeshen is Metame, how are they davening Mars? He's like, oh, but if you hold like the Ereim, you could explain their Zmanim. And he says, and that's why I'm going to be Choshesh for the Ereim Shita in conjunction with the Tfilas Arvis as Hagdaras Laila. Right? Um, Richard. But he's not saying that just davening Mars would ever be Mandir Laila. Right, it has to be within a certain parameter, within a certain zone. The fact that they daven Marv so early means that they are selecting the array of Shita for when Lila is, right? But it's not the act of davening Marv itself that um, is Magdir Lila, which is you know, what the Shulchan Aruch might have been suggesting earlier. That's different. Well, I think we're talking about before Shkia Sahama. All this is before Shkia. Yeah. But so how could you move up night? To an earlier... Well, I'm saying you're selecting the Arayim Shita for when Ben Shemashos would start, which is earlier, right? Right. But that doesn't mean that... Like it's not just that. You're, it's Magdir Lila. It's Magdir Lila earlier. You could have Mara by Plyla Mincha. I think his point is that the Hagdar of Shos Zmanios here depend on day and night. They're assuming the Arayim's Hagdar of Lila with respect to Shos Zmanios. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, that's different than saying that, well, because you have Mara, it's now night, which is... But you might have gotten from the Shulchan Aruch earlier, right? That's not, that's not what he's saying. Well, even the Shulchan Aruch, I believe, is probably only after Plaga Mincha. 
We don't know, but if you were to dive in Mariv... No one says you can dive in Mariv before Plaga Mincha. The question is, like, between Plaga Mincha and whenever Benish Masha starts. Right. Which, I guess, is earlier for the Uram. He, he's saying that clearly they were selecting Yeshiva by diving earlier. Um, he, he's justifying Yeshiva. And then he's saying, so that, it must be that we hold night starts here, and that's why... Right. They could dive in that early. <coughs> no, it's not a no, but he is because he says two things have to hold for the woman to lose the day for Hefzik Tara. One is that she dive in Mariv. Mm-hmm. Two is that she's with that you're within the Ben Ashmashos of the Uraim. Yeah, but it's, it sounds like if, cause if you read like. Um, I mean, if you're in the Ben Ashmashos of the Uraim and she didn't dive in Mariv, it's still Yom. Mm, yeah, because it sounds like what he's saying is that the, the, the sheet of the Uraim is so. Um, it's so like um, not correct. It's no, I don't know. Re- so it sounds like what he's saying is is like mistam mistama, or just like in a stam situation, nobody should ever hold like the the Uraim. The fact that she doesn't marim means that she's it's like a uh, Kimli, like the Uraim, that she's right. Uh, exactly. In that moment, now she's selecting the Uraim Shita also, but you can't say that and like that should be the default position because it's just not like the Shita. Um, I think he's just trying to explain why he wouldn't be machmir like the Yireim without Tefillah. And he's just saying that it's Shitas Yachid, so I'm not going to be Choshesh for it on its own. Right. But in conjunction with, with a Mariv, I'm going to be Choshesh for it. But it's not because it's not the Mariv. Right, so I read it as because it's Mariv. Uh-huh, okay. So basically, Machlokas between Richard and myself, Richard and me. Richard's trying to say the chashivas of Amarav in conjunction with the Uraim is that that's kind of like a, you know, this woman is makabal on herself as she to the Uraim. Right? I'm saying, no, a woman can't just be makabal on herself as she to the Uraim. Who's she? Right? Um, no, what he's really saying is that the she to the Uraim has weight on its own. Marib has weight on its own. Put them together, you get enough weight to be, to be Magdir Lila. Not that there's something special about her Misa that activates the Shita the Uraim. Each one is activated independently, you just need to combine them to get enough enough force for Hagdaras Lila. Okay? So I think I think you could see here this idea about Kilas Arvis being a Kobea of Lila together with other things like being within the zone of the of the Uraim. Eight on your hand? Actually, why is that the case? Why is what the case? You know, this has like five points, and mine is just five points together that breaks the threshold of ten to make it night. Yeah. Like, how it, else should night be determined? Just the way Richie's saying is he's making more sense to me. Um, just that she's Makado Knight, because clearly. Who's she? Who's she? The person who they text. How could she just be Magdir Lila? Oh, if if, if the Uraim is worth zero, how could she just make the Uraim into a thing? But if you hold it as a physic, you can make it. Exactly. No, I think. Now you can just make it Lila. It's like you just say, "This is my." Same thing with the Rabbeinu Tam Tam. What? Same thing with the Rabbeinu Tam Tam. No. That's how Richard's reading it. Yeah, I'm not saying that's Rabbeinu. I'm saying it's possible. Right, it is possible. I don't see it. I see the point here is that no, the Yerim Shita. That's a Hagdara. Just like Shkias Achama has some points, and the the rising of the moon has some points, and the darkness of the sky has some points. So the Shita of the Yerim has some points. Maru has some points. You combine them together, you get uh, enough of a Hagdar of Lila. It's only Lila for her. Hmm? As in not, this doesn't have any bearing on whether it's Lila for anyone else. Well, it's her, her, her Tfila. Not, 
Yeah. Right. I think the Rebbe just as well could have said if the Kahal, if the Kahal were to dive in Meyer, then. Yeah. Right. Which means it's not about like objective. Because he says I don't want to be overly machmir. Like he he says I'm not going to. It's not actually nighttime. I mean, he's clearly. It's not nighttime for her. It's not actually nighttime in general for anyone. He's just saying that they could be the call of power be machmir on themselves to be nice. You're saying it's like it's an adarim thing. That's what you're saying. You're saying it's like a neder, she's makabal at his laila, and once she takes a neder, it's laila, she can't then do a hefsik tara, because the neder binds her. That's your chiddush. It's just a chumah, though. Right, so I don't read it that. It's a chumah that she has to act as she right. has her own person. I, I read it as saying, no, like, there's, we're within the border of laila, she's makabal laila through marib, put those two things together, you have enough of a laila here to uh, constrict hilchos nida. He still thinks it's just a chumrah. Correct. He doesn't think it's actually... Well, I don't know what you mean by it's a, it's a It's a stringent position. But it's a stringent position about the Hagdara of Laila. Alright? Great. Uh, we'll talk more about this. We'll have more to say. Tan, do you want to follow up? No, it's just, it's just interesting. What? It's just interesting. I don't know. Why is it interesting? I, just, I mean, I agree it's interesting. <laughs> But say, say more. I just thought, I'm not sitting well. It's not sitting well? With me, like, the idea that it's like, she was here in, it's like a certain, not, a certain, like, number of points, and then her doubting matter, they add to that, and that would just make it night for her. Like, I don't, like, why don't you just say it's a Kabbalah? It makes more sense. But no, she's already in Kabir Osman, so we're, we're being, What's a Kabbalah? Because it's not clear that you could be Kabbalah. Could she be Makabalila if there's no Shita Siram? Well, like, then she would be able to in general. What? Well, the Uraim wouldn't be able to dominate in the first place. Well, isn't that just a way of saying that the Uraim has points as a Shita? Not necessarily. I mean, the fact that he's a Shita means that you have to, you're able to do this. So then, I mean, once you dominate Marv, what you're saying is you're passing like the Uraim, effectively. Is that what you're saying? Or maybe you're Toa? She's not like she's saying, Irene Mukhan and Mazuman to Makayim, the Shita of the Uraim. <laughs> she's just dominating Marv. Right? Maybe she got this man wrong. Right? You're saying, oh, no, she's Makabal of the Uraim. She, all she's doing is davening Marv, and, and, and the Truman suggestion says, if it's within this man of the Uraim, we're going to give that Hashivas of Lai. Well, one second, notice that Lashon. Ain near Lahachmir Kipirush Hayyarablazer Mimits. Meaning, he's not saying. It sounds like because it's such a Dinchashita. So he's like, I'm not going to apply the Uraim Shita. If you ask me when the Shabbos start, I'm not going to tell you, oh, you have to be Choshish for the Uraim. But if someone davens Mariv within the Zman of the Uraim, I think there's a real Chashash that it's Laila now. Why? Because there's something about the Tfiyas Arvis. Because that's an action that's basically saying that she's using the. Uh, the she's not Maret. So she has no idea who the Uraim is. Maybe she doesn't know who the Uraim is, but the point is that since the Uraim exists... Well, she's not a greater time of She's davening Maret. Of course she's not. She davening Maret. If she's davening Maret, she doesn't know that Tfiyas Arvis for sure. Her, her behavior corresponds to the sheet that says that night would start at point X instead of point Y. So, I mean, once you dive in Marv, you're clearly showing you, like, like you know... Okay, according to your view, Eitan, does she have to know about the sheet of the Urayim? I don't think so. Because so there's a sheet out there and she dives in Marv, we say she's Mechab of the Urayim. Because she's acting in accordance with a custom that, I mean, the fact that she dabbins Marv this early means she's acting in, in accordance with the custom that possibly... I, don't read, I, I read him as saying, look, there is a Shittu of the Uraim. The Shittu of the Uraim is an objective, halachic, metaphysical fact. Meaning, it's, it's Laila, it's been Ashmash, according to the Uraim, from three quarters of a mil prior to Shkia Sachama. 
And that has halachic effects. One halachic effect is that you can makabal Lila from that moment on. I think it's a bit syrup, a misa of... This is my whole point. I think what doesn't sit well with you is the whole point of the shear. I mean, the whole point of the shear is that the partial Haggadah of Lila is going to depend on Kabbalah's Arvis, on Tfilah's Arvis. That's what you see from these halachos. Right? And you, you should agree. If you agree to that, like you agree in all these cases, without Arvis... It's still yom l'inyan avelos. It's still yom l'inyan hefsektara. It's still yom with respect to Safa Shabbos, right? Arvis is what makes it into Laila. That's that was the hakdama to the Bach, correct? Now we saw the Ramban, for example, in Torah Adam, which says to Safa Shabbos, you can't you can't make it Laila in the middle of the day, right? So it has to be close enough tonight for your actions to make a difference. Now, what does it mean close enough tonight for your actions to make a difference? The Chiddush of the Bach is that the Shita Seireim is a, a metaphysical fact about proximity to Lila. That's why, that's why I read it. And that, that's why it comes after him saying, what's Pshah with all these Kehilos in Vienna and uh, the Minagat, the Chumzadeshin quotes? Oh, because they're, they're poskening like the Ereim. And to that he says, oh, therefore if this woman... Uh, Davins within the Urayim time zone, it's Lila for her. You don't think that's because she's acting in accordance with the fact that the Kehilos Paschim on the Urayim? No, because he himself says that uh, the Urayim itself is a Shittas Yachim right, but, 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 but if she didn't Davin or anything, you surely can't apply the Nidchashit of the Urayim. I, all the Kehilos. Well, let, me, let me respond this way. If Eitan's point is just to say this is all Hilfos Nidarim. And you know, Kibbala, Kehova, etc. I don't see any of that here in the Chuba Sabach. I mean, he doesn't say that now she's accepting. Today, when she davens Marib, she's a Uraim lady, and yesterday she was a Rabinatam lady, or a Gonim lady. I think it's like justifying her behavior. She no, I think, I, I think he's saying. Right, so the way I read it, he's saying there is a sheet of the, of the Uraim. That has points, that has weight. Whether that weight matters halachically, so that weight normally doesn't register halachically because it's not weighty enough. But in conjunction with the Kabbalah Sarvis, we're going to give a chashivas. Just like the Ramban said in Torah Adam that uh, normally Plaga Mincha or Shkia Rishona for Rabbeinu Tam doesn't matter. Like there's no halachic chashivas to it, except if you do a Tosefa Shabbos in conjunction with it. That could make it Shabbos. But if you do a Tosefa Shabbos prior to Shkir Rishonah, it's nothing. And Shkir Rishonah without Tosefa Shabbos is nothing. But together, they can make a Kedusha Shabbos. That's why I read the Chiddush here, the, the Bach. By the way, if you, even if you hold that there are, that what we're doing is we're trying to be Magdur Lada based on different factors, right? yeah. if, I think it's, it's still a Chiddush to say that a Shita of a Rishon can fall into that. That's a lot. Like, that's a... Well, I think what you're all allergic to is the idea that there could be non-scientific, non-naturalistic, non-naturalistic facts that bear on the Haggadah of Lila. Yeah, That's what you're allergic to. Even, no, no, even if you say this is the same allergy that Romy had, which she's still recovering from. <laughs> that, that um, you know, the Shas Hadchak can't bear on Haggadah Lila. No, you're saying, oh, a Shita of some German Rishon can't bear on whether it's Lila. 
Well, I'm saying, why would, well, no, no, I'm okay with behavioral stuff contributing to when Lila is, that's fine. Um, even Shastakhat, things like that. But why, why is it the case that one, reach, like a reshonic opinion, just because you put it down on paper, therefore, oh, that goes into the... the, the why should Rabbeinu Tom's opinion bear on whether it's Lila? Then why should any opinion bear on whether it's Lila? Well, there's a difference between... Why are we here? <laughs> it's either Lila, like, you know, Lila sometime, but all these opinions don't matter. I'm saying there's a difference between actual... You know factors that exist, and then just people's opinions. Even if you think, well, that's my point. You're just think you're you're just you're, you should be in an, an astronomy class. Like all you no. care about is the movement of the sun and the lightness and darkness no, of the sky. I'm admitting to um, to the behavioral stuff and to the I don't know to, to a lot of the other stuff. That, that, that's all fine by me. Who gets it? I'm saying, how are we supposed to determine halachic night then? By applying our reasoning to. So is the Uraim part of that? So is the Uraim's view a partial determination? Why, why would it be the case? One second. Does the sheet of the Gonim kovei Laila? Does the sheet of Rabbeinu Tam kovei Laila? Does the sheet of the Uraim kovei Laila? No. No. Obviously not. We just have to be kovei our behavior in accordance. That's with crazy. That's how a lot of works. Yeah, that's no. the most outrageous thing that's been said in no, Shir this no, year. Yeah. What does that mean? I don't Unless we accept, like, Gatha accepted it. Yeah, unless we, unless the... What's so special about the Tanah and Amorayim? Well, as the Kesef Mishnah says, we were all, we were all, we all took a Shavuah, we were the Kibbutz after the closing of the, uh... You took a Shavuah? You were... The Kahal did, and that's what I was going to say. Unless the entire Kahila, unless Kahal Yisrael accepts the sheet upon himself. When was the Kibbutz of the Kibbutz? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't agree. I don't Right. So whatever Kimu Vikibu there was there. So. I think the Gemara is trying to determine the MS and the, the of the halacha. Yeah, what I'm saying. Like, I think there's a pretty standard view. What? The problem is like the very materials in which you're subjecting to I don't know what you're saying, but I'm excited <laughs> by the fact that you're excited about what you're saying. What are you, what are you trying to say? <laughs> what do you mean? I mean like, if you're going to subject um, like, what are you? on what basis are you subjecting them, right? And tonight, on, like, the criticism. They also have rules. They're also bound by rules of interpretation. Rules? Like, how do you arrive at that? We know what some of the rules are. At least one is a clear and logical mind. Yeah. Right? Some standard of coherence. Sure. Right? Whatever the standards of evidence and good theory building are. You know, some you'd give a turn to dress for him. I think what you're pointing is that like, there's some sort of hidden logic that Laura and Sonny that we're not actually able to get at. I think that, by the way, I don't, I don't necessarily myself think that the human kids can have it. I'm saying this is a pretty standard view. Like, that, um, well, I'm not going to disagree. I agree there's something special about the Talmud. Of course. We don't get a sense of what's motivating each I don't understand your point. What's your point? Now that Rishonim are disagreeing about the, what is the Talmud's view about Hagdaras Laila. So you have the Uraeans' view, you have the Benutam's view, and the Gonim's view. So now you don't like the Uraeans. I love the 
So then why are you not... So why, why does his view not have any because weight? Why should... I'm saying... Oh, when do you end Shabbos? Who, on, when do you end Shabbos? When do you end Shabbos? Are you a Rabbeinu Tam guy, a Gonim guy, or a Yerim guy? What? Who is Magdir Yom Belayla? When we say we are Magdir Yom Belayla... Answer the question. Are you, when do you end Shabbos? Rabbeinu Tam, Gonim, or... Whenever my shul's calendar, whenever the Luach, so that's Who's your shul? Who's your shul? Your shul did Kimovit Kibble your shul now? Your shul is the Talmud? So you don't like the Yerayim, but now you like OZ? I love OZ. I said, what's Shaykhis OZ? Mandakar Shmei. That's where I grew up. That's my Minhas. What is your Minhas? Why is that worse than the Why is that better than the Yerayim? Why is that better than the Yerayim? It's just, uh, it's just how I... It's, it's, it's how I'm just lower very Well? It's just because my tequila was, um, has a certain... Why is your tequila worth I anything? Don't know, I, I don't know. I don't know. Why does it count, Smith? Wait. Well, I don't know. I'm not saying that what I'm doing is right. Mary, and, if you went, and if you went to Temple... Temple... You know, Adareth, uh, Israel. Just well, right? so Lower Mary Shebel said candle lighting was at 527. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, well, what? Hold on. That was so early. <laughs> why, why does that view matter, Richard? So on what ground are you on what ground are you even questioning the validity of the array? No, it's not me questioning the validity of the array. It's me asking why... Okay, hold on. Who is... What, you're just like, why does the Uraim matter? And then you gave me this non-profit, tax-deductible entity in Upper West Side and say, oh, their I view is not, authoritative on you. What? I didn't force that. I just asked you a question and you said that. You, you define Shabbos you're by their parameters. You're saying we are is based on these factors, right? I said? Yeah. I said these factors bear on Hagdaras Lila. Yeah. Right. So you're saying so... Let's, let's look at the factors. Which factors factor into that, right? But then so you, gave me, that, you gave this whole Muster Shmuz about the Talmud Bavli and Kimovit Kibbutz. Because that just the fact that the Yeram has a Shita should now be one of those factors. Why, like, why would that be the case? But you just told me that the, the IRS entity in the Upper West Side is Kovea definitively for you when Shabbos begins and ends. It, it, it's Kovea how I act. I have no idea when Shabbos ends. I just know what I'm going to do. Is, uh, That's his whole point. Is the action? Now we're already in like social orthodoxy. Lamaisa, <laughs> isn't that literally how I act? Like I, you know, I just I don't actually know. It could any one of these we have with us at this time uncertainty. Any one of these showing could be right. I just know what I'm going no, to we're, do. No, we're we're we're. Not how love works. The people. I don't think it's how. I don't think we act in accordance. Hey, Robert, you can't just say how. When the web, when the lower Marian Shibo website says what time. Yeah, we follow uh, we follow degrees for usually we usually we dive in Mar about seven and a half degrees. Who who who, who also follows degrees? The what? Who follows degrees? The cool. Ah, I haven't checked. Wait, so uh, what sheet is that? What? Which sheet are you guys going? We're Magdir Tzitzak Kochavin. We're going to talk about Tzitzak Kochavin. We're going to talk about when is Tzitzak Kochavin. That's a Shaila. But no, it's, right it's, now we're trying to figure out something starting, more fundamental. Oh, Shabbos is more starting? Yeah, for, for, for candlelight. It's just uh, 18 minutes before Shkia. That's, that's, that's pretty, that's standard. Yeah. Um, but everybody agrees that it's a little before Shkia. 18 minutes is made up, but... In your slide, they do 40. What? In your slide, they do 40. Right, I mean, how, long, how much Tosefa Shabbos you want to do? That's, uh, but Shkia is, Shkia is not uh, ill-defined. 
All right, Rich. Anybody else have an issue with? Is Richard, is Richard making sense to any of you? I mean, the point is that the Ashita of the Array, and just like the Shita of Rabbi Natan, you might say when we throw our, when we endorse a Shita over another Shita, we're giving that Shita more weight. And that's why it is an important empirical question about which Kihilos adopted Rabbi Natan. But then and, you sound kind of like what I'm saying, which is the fact that she davened here means she's giving weight to that. That's different than saying that one of the. But facts that's not how I read. That's not how I read the Shiva Sabach. I don't think it's. That's what I'm asking about. Right. So I'm saying I, I read the Bach and saying that if she davened Mariv, then that together with the fact that it's Zman of the Ureim is a reason to be Magdir at Lila. Right. So that's what I'm saying. Is, is, is where does that mean? Because it says Kipirisha Ureim. When you first, I have two questions. Who is, when you say we are Magdir or Machriya, when Lila is, who's we? Number one. Number two. What do you mean by that? As in. When the halacha says that she can no longer do a hefsektara and count it to the prior day. Who's the we? When we say... Because clearly, I mean, this... It would have been, so that mean it's also considered a very interesting Shaila, but at least here we're saying it's Hagdar of Lila with respect to something. It's not like it sounds like you're picking and shooting, and like, they're doing something so we're down the Kavskos that like, you can find like a sheet to be so mechan. Well, it's not down the Kavskos, it's down the Kavkumrah. Right, by saying that's Lila, you're taking away of her Shibana, you're making her, you're making her need a longer. No, yeah, but what, what, what do you mean by Dalekas Close? It's just that she's not davening for no reason. I mean, her davening for no reason is Tfiyas Nadava, maybe. Well, she, I'm saying she thinks she's davening Mara. Whoa, 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 whoa. I was saying, what do you call it? It sounds to me like she has her own personal Lila, that everyone else can have Lila, and she can have Lila B, right? Okay. Okay, so now, I mean, what if you. But why can't it be her own personal Lila? She can't make it her you know, I mean, the idea that she can make it in personal Lila is also kind of crazy. Is also right. That's, like, that's built into the that's built in. That's the Shulchan Aruch. But that's how we start with Tosef Shabbos, Avelas, Hefsektara. That you see that there's some indeterminacy about Lila, and it could be like the quantum mechanical measurement of the wave function. It could be Magir Lila with respect to certain dinim. Now, now it's not like there is a Lila and we're giving it boundaries. It's not By the way, the Tzibor could do it for its call according to uh, that day in the morning. Every right? person can do it for themselves. And Lila now well, that's a Shiloh. You might be constrained by the call. Once the call, that's the Shiloh. Once the call davens Mariv, maybe you know, as a Yachid can no longer, no longer daven Mincha. But every Kahila has their own Mariv. Like, Just like a Kahila could adopt a Benetam and a Kahila could adopt the Gonim. But now, now we're back to behavior as opposed to when Lila actually is. So that's that's the point. My whole point is that there are multiple determinants. Or you could say that... Let's put it this way. There are three types of determinants that we've seen so far. One is the natural astronomical facts, the movement of the sun, the emergence of the stars, the redness of the sky, correct? That's one type. The movement of the Levana. Then you have type number two, which is the the... The shita, the legal perspective, Rabbi Natan, the Gonim, the Irayim. The Tanam and the Amorayim. And then there's, which shita is right, right? And then number three is the actions of the call in terms of either selecting between the shitos, like throwing endorsement be- behind one or the other, or their actions of Tfilas Arvis. Uh, Kabbalah Shabbos, right? Doing things that are magdirid as Lila. 
Those are three different things that are partial determinants of, of Lila itself. That's the... Uh, I think these Makoros, again, to Ezra's point, in limited circumstances, with respect to Avelos, with respect to Tosefa Shabbos, with respect to Hafsiktara, the Rishonim are saying that these, are, these bear on whether it's Lila. I don't know if it's our topic, but like why, 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 can for, why does it work like this in a limited capacity? And what does that mean in terms of like, you can define Lila in, in, in respect to specific cases. What does that mean in general? Like, well, we know that already Kriyashma and Tfila and Shabbos Sh- might have different Kriyashma factors. Kriyashma is at least Shokhal Gumach, so there's a different like, factor. But Tfila? Tfila, I don't know. People say like Mars or Shosh, so, you can, so you, can, you, can, you can play with it. Like, you can get out of like, I mean, you can get out of like everything. So Shabbos is just always good to add on to Shabbos. Like, it's, right, the Shabbos is going to get more fundamental. And this seems pretty, I mean, right. Up, right? it seems a little more fundamental. Right. Hey, Dan? Why are we saying that like the astrological phenomena is like separate from like astronomical? Astrological. That's like how the sheet says that. Why are we saying that it's separate from like you're saying like Rabbeinu Tam is like that's like one reason, and then there's like the way the sun and the moon and all that stuff works is like another reason. But Rabbeinu Tam's whole thing is based on how he's being modded, like what that stuff's affecting. Maybe if you hold like the Maram. If you hold like the Maramalashkar. It's saying, not clear that... Uh, I'm, saying if you, I'm saying, but all those sheep are kind of just disagreeing about how you understand what these, that, the astronomical lines are doing. Labdafka. No, you see... For the most part, I'm saying there's one line about, like, different times, like, whatever, like, Mahalik, Dalamil, or whatever, but, like, besides for that, it's basically all Mahalik, Dalamil, from a specific objective point. He's saying, he's saying, he's, he's not talking about different cosmologies, he's saying there's one shared experience of what sunset is, right? And it's just like, well, where do you, at what point do you, you know, point at the sky and say, that's sunset? You know? That, that, am I right? That, that's yeah, I mean, it, it seems, what I'm trying to, just like, why are there, like, well, no, because there, separate categories? No, because there's, there's, like, the naturalistic astronomical facts, the sun disappearing beneath the horizon, the lightness of the sky. Right. We could identify those. Hitzif, Elyon, Hishul, Tachton. Right, for example, is not like disagreeing with those things. He's just saying that uh, this specific event signifies something. No, he's not. Else. Nowhere does Rabbeinu Tam say that it's that astronomical event that's correct. Rabbeinu Tam says the astronomy is a mess. We have a din that we pass in like Rabbi Huda. There's a stira within Rabbi Huda. To make sense of the stira, or miyashe the sugya is this way. And therefore, we get this legal doctrine that there's. Uh, Shkia Rishona there's uh, three and a quarter mil Shkia Shnia and then three quarters of a mil to Tezak Ochavin Minerbenetam Shita is not motivated by the naturalistic astronomical facts it's motivated by a contradiction in canonical authoritative texts which need to be reconciled the reconciliation of which gives birth to his Shita right what I'm saying is that Rabbeinu Tam Shita is not just like here's like my idea. It's like there's a machlokis of, of machlokis about like how you mod your things based off of. There's a stira. There's a stira. There's machlokis about which of the natural facts is kaveh Right. So it's not. I'm saying it's not like. Right, it's just I have a problem with like the way I guess you were kind of formulating like the three aspects of like how we mod your night. It's not really like that. I don't think it's like the astronomical stuff. Astronomical is. Uh, um, like, that's its own thing. Like, Rabbeinu Tam, it, it, none, none of these sheikahs are, like, devoid of that. It's like, how are you miyashi, like, all these events together? 
Well, Rabbeinu Tam is giving you an interpretation of which astronomical events matter, if that's your point. Right? Yeah. But the, the Rabbeinu, if you asked Rabbeinu Tam what's Kovea Laila, he would say, you say, what's your Shita based on? You'd say it's based on the Stira in Shitas Rabbi Huda. And to make sense of Shitas Rabbi Huda, you have to Magdir Laila this way. He's not going to point you to like some natural facts in the universe and say, my shita is motivated by these natural facts. Rabbi Huda theoretically would. Yeah, he's just trying to understand how Rabbi Huda can say two contradictory ideas. They're only contradictory because the world functions in a normal way. If it didn't function normally, then it wouldn't be a contradiction. He's only contradicting himself because he gives like two different times that don't really work together. Because just the way the, the, the astronomical bodies function. I'm not sure. I mean, I, you have to figure out. Rabbi Huda's view is, I mean, that Maram Alashka will say maybe he changed his mind. Right? So That's, you could say that. Well, like, I, you could say that. I don't have a problem with that cheat, though. Well, I'm just saying. Maybe, it's based, on full, maybe it's based on false science. So whatever it is. Maram Alashka's point is that, is, that is that Rabbi Huda's view is based on false science. It's based on the Chachmei Yisrael against Chachmei Musa Olam. And Rabbi Tam is wrong because he didn't realize that the Chachmei Yisrael were moved to the Chachmei Musa Olam. Now you go go to go to go to your local Rabina Tom guy. You say, why do you keep Rabina Tom? They're not gonna say, oh, because Khachmi Israel are right and the Khachmi Mos Olam are wrong. Because Rabina Tom's view. They'll say because we pass them like Rabina Tom. That's because they don't know the Sudya. I'm saying if they know the Sudya. No, because they'll say the legal authority of Rabina Tom, that's Kovea. Guys, Gabby's gotta go, we gotta end share for today. But this is good, this is a good discussion. Uh, we can pick it up with Shir on Sunday, but let's plan to start with the Marama Lashkar and the Shita Sagonim to get that view out there, the Gruz view. In the back of our minds, uh, just bear in mind, is this different from the Shita Rabinu Tam or not? Depending on how your Magyar Shkia is Right. Right. Right.